0: Day 14 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 9, verses 7 to 12. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvellous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. My enemies retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. For you have judged in my favour. From your throne you have judged with fairness. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have erased their names forever. The enemy is finished in endless ruins. The cities you uprooted are now forgotten. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem, and tell the world about his unforgettable deeds. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Matthew chapter 11 verse 16 to verse 30 To what can I compare this generation It is like children playing a game in the public square They complain to their friends We played wedding songs and you didn't dance So we played funeral songs and you didn't mourn For John didn't spend his time eating and drinking and you say he's possessed by a demon the Son of Man on the other hand, feasts and drinks and you say he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. But wisdom is said to be right by its results. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns where he had done so many of his miracles because they hadn't repented of their sins and turned to God. What sorrow awaits you, Chorazin and Bethsaida? For if the miracles I did in you had been done in wicked Tyre or Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap and throwing ashes on their heads to show their remorse. I tell you, Tyre and Sidon will be better off on Judgment Day than you. And you, people of Capernaum, will you be honoured in heaven? No, you will go down to the place of the dead. For if the miracles I did for you had been done in wicked Sodom, it would still be here today. I tell you, even Sodom will be better off on Judgment Day than you. At that time, Jesus prayed this prayer. O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do It this way. My Father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the Son except the Father, and no one truly knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Genesis chapter 29 verse 1 to chapter 30 verse 43. Then Jacob hurried on, finally arriving in the land of the east. He saw a well in the distance. Three flocks of sheep and goats lay in an open field beside it, waiting to be watered. But a heavy stone covered the mouth of the well. It was the custom there to wait for all the flocks to arrive before removing the stone and watering the animals. Afterward, the stone would be placed back over the mouth of the well. Jacob went over to the shepherds and asked, "'Where are you from, my friends?' "'We're from Haran,' they answered. "'Do you know a man there named Laban, the grandson of Nahor?' he asked. "'Yes, we do,' they replied. "'Is he doing well?' Jacob asked. "'Yes, he's well,' they answered. "'Look, here comes his daughter, Rachel, with the flock now.' Jacob said, "'Look, it's still broad daylight, too early to round the animals.' Why don't you water the sheep and goats so they can get back out to pasture? We can't water the animals until all the flocks have arrived, they replied. Then the shepherds moved the stone from the mouth of the well, and we all water the sheep and goats. Jacob was still talking with them when Rachel arrived with her father's flock, for she was a shepherd. And because Rachel was his cousin, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, And because the sheep and goats belonged to his uncle Laban, Jacob went over to the well and moved the stone from its mouth and watered his uncle's flock. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and he wept aloud. He explained to Rachel that he was her cousin on her father's side, the son of her aunt Rebecca. So Rachel ran quickly and told her father Laban. As soon as Laban heard that his nephew Jacob had arrived, he ran out to meet him. He embraced and kissed him and brought him home. When Jacob had told him his story, Laban explained, You really are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month, Laban said to him, You shouldn't work for me without pay just because we're relatives. Tell me how much your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older one was named Leah, and the younger one was Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eyes, but Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. Since Jacob was in love with Rachel, he told her father, I will work for you for seven years if you'll give me Rachel. Your younger daughter is my wife. Agreed, Laban replied. I'd rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, but his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Finally the time came for him to marry her. I fulfilled my agreement, Jacob said to Laban. Now, give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So Laban invited everyone in the neighbourhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night, when it was dark... Laban took Leah to Jacob and he slept with her. Laban had given Leah a servant, Zilpha, to be her maid. But when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah. What have you done to me? Jacob raged at Laban. I worked seven years for Rachel. Why have you tricked me? It's not our custom here to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn, Laban replied. But wait until the Pridal Week is over. Then we'll give you Rachel too, provided you promise to work another seven years for me. So Jacob agreed to work seven more years. A week after Jacob married Leah, Laban gave him Rachel too. Laban gave Rachel a servant, Bilha, to be her maid. So Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children, but Rachel could not conceive. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, The Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me. She soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simeon. For she said, The Lord heard that I was unloved, and he has given me another son. Then she became pregnant a third time, and gave birth to another son. His name was Levi. For she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me, since I have given him three sons. Once again Leah became pregnant, and gave birth to another son, and she named him Judah. For she said, Now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. When Rachel saw that she wasn't having any children for Jacob, she became jealous of her sister. She pleaded with Jacob, Give me children or I'll die. Then Jacob became furious with Rachel. Am I God? he asked. He's the one who's kept you from having children. Then Rachel told him, Take my maid, Bilhah, and sleep with her. She will bear children for me, and through her I can have a family too. So Rachel gave her servant, Bilhah, to Jacob as a wife, and he slept with her. Bilhah became pregnant and presented him with a son. Rachel named him Dan, for she said, God has vindicated me. He has heard my requests and given me a son. Then Bilhah became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel named him Naphtali, for she said, I have struggled hard with my sister, and I am winning. Meanwhile, Leah realised that she wasn't getting pregnant any more, so she took her servant Zilpha and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Soon Zilpha presented him with a son. Leah named him Gad, for she said, How fortunate am I! Then Zilpha gave Jacob a second son, and Leah named him Asher. For she said, What joy is mine! Now the other woman will celebrate with me! One day, during the wheat harvest, Reuben found some mandrakes growing in a field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Rachel begged Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah angrily replied, Wasn't it enough that you stole my husband? Now you will steal my son's mandrakes too? Rachel answered, I will let Jacob sleep with you tonight, if you give me some of the mandrakes. So that evening, as Jacob was coming home from the fields, Leah went out to meet him. You must come and sleep with me tonight, she said. I have paid for you with some mandrakes that my son found. So that night he slept with Leah. And God answered Leah's prayers. She became pregnant again and gave birth to a fifth son for Jacob. She named him Issachar. For she said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband as a wife. Then Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son for Jacob. She named him Zebulun. For she said, God has given me a good reward. Now my husband will treat me with respect, for I have given him six sons. Later, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel's plight and answered her prayers by enabling her to have children. So she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. God has removed my disgrace, she said, and she named him Joseph. For she said, May the Lord yet add another son to my family. Soon after Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Please release me so I can go home to my own country. Let me take my wives and children, for I have earned them by serving you. And let me be on my way. You certainly know how hard I've worked for you. Please listen to me, Laban replied. I have become wealthy. For the Lord has blessed me because of you. Tell me how much I owe you. Whatever it is, I'll pay it. Jacob replied, You know how hard I've worked for you and how your flocks and herds have grown under my care. You had little indeed before I came. But your wealth is increased enormously. The Lord has blessed you through everything I've done. But now, what about me? When can I start providing for my own family? "'What wages do you want?' Laban asked again. "'Jacob replied, "'Don't give me anything. "'Just do this one thing and I'll continue to tend and watch over your flocks. "'Let me inspect your flocks today "'and remove all the sheep and goats that are speckled or spotted "'along with all the black sheep. "'Give these to me as my wages. "'In the future, when you check on the animals, "'you have given me as my wages. "'You'll see that I have been honest.' If you find in my flock any goats without speckles or spots or any sheep that are not black, you will know that I have stolen them from you. All right, Laban replied, it will be as you say. But that very day, Laban went out and removed the male goats that were streaked and spotted, all the female goats that were speckled and spotted or had white patches and all the black sheep. He placed them in the care of his own sons who took them a three days journey from where Jacob was. Meanwhile Jacob stayed and cared for the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took some fresh branches from popular almond and plane trees and peeled off strips of bark, making white streaks on them. Then he placed these peeled branches in watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, for that was where they mated. And when they mated in front of the white streaked branches, they gave birth to young that were streaked, speckled and spotted. Jacob separated those lambs from Laban's flock. And at mating time, he turned the flock to face Laban's animals that were streaked or black. This is how he built his own flock instead of increasing Laban's. Whenever the stronger females were ready to mate, Jacob would place the peeled branches in the watering troughs in front of them. Then they would mate in front of the branches. But he didn't do this with the weaker ones. So the weaker lambs belonged to Laban and the stronger ones were Jacob's. As a result, Jacob became very wealthy with large flocks of sheep and goats, female and male servants and many camels and donkeys.